intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 177. Those just keep counting up. Before long, we'll get 200, which will actually really be really close to episode 300 because that's how I did it. Very poorly and not yeah. planned out very well. <laughs> I think this is yeah, actually episode like 270 or 271 or something like that. But what do you do? <laughs> for the... Uh uh, for the documentation of it, we got another 33 weeks. Yes. So, some point next year, we will have hit the 200 mark. The official episode 200, or at least the one that's called 200. Uh, a lot of cool stuff, as always, on the show, because that's how we do it. We're going to start doing some thematic for the holidays type music. We'll get there in the middle of the show. Uh, as always, we start the show off with new stuff. So before we get to playing our new stuff, let's talk about some new stuff that is coming out and will be coming out. We'll start on September 6th, and the band Tension, they came out with the La Locura Asecha EP. I probably mispronounced that. And Engra put out Anosa Voluntare EP. Both of those you can find on Tough Ain't Enough Records there in Spain. Really cool record label. They put out a lot of great stuff. Uh, definitely get out there and check that label out. On the 7th, the Beaters Band put out Vol Du. So Volume 2, they do a bunch of cool like uh, 50s doo-wop type covers, but punk versions. They're from Italy. Uh, check out that band. Executors, they put out a demo. It's called Last Week I Was a Hero. So a demo version of that song that they recorded in their basement in August. Uh, so check that one out. I like that one. Winning Streak put out a single, Stop Screaming. They're putting out an album. I think the album is out, I want to say, next month, but November at the latest. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it when the, the album comes out. Just know Winning Streak's going to be putting something out, uh, a full length out before long. Oh, there it is, November 3rd. And the single, Stop Screaming, came out on the 8th. Macnario put out Na Ponta du Fusil. It's a single. I played that over uh, on last episode of Punkanoi Worldwide, episode 47, because I did a bunch of bands that I hadn't got to yet for Central and South America. And on Central and South America, just wrapped that up. So we're going to be hopping over to New Zealand next. But the last probably 10 episodes featured tons of great bands out of Central and South America. So go check them out, including Macnario who released that Nam Naponta du Fazil single. On the 10th, Ramones Core Radio presents, and uh, they put out a compilation, so a bunch of bands that like Ramones' music and put music out similar to the Ramones. They put that compilation right. out on the 10th. Also on the 10th, Mixed Signals put out So Far Gone. On the 11th, Wisdom in Chains put out their split with Sharp Shock. It's an EP, two tracks each, each doing a cover track. Uh, I think the Sharp Shock one, I think we talked about this last week, they were doing a Buzzcocks yeah. cover. Uh, also on the 11th, Uniform put out Shame EP. We're going to talk more about that here in a moment. Ice Cold Killers put out We're the Enemy single. They're going to be releasing, uh, I, I can't remember if it was uh, October November, but they have a release coming up. That's the first single they're releasing off of it. Mad Sin 
put out uh, Unbreakable, and we'll be playing tracks off of that coming up by October, uh, speaking of our thematic portion of the episode, at least for the next two months, approximately. Proton Packs, they put out the Paradox LP that's over on Mom's Basement Records. That's on the 11th. On the 12th, uh, Tough Ain't Enough Records, speaking of them, they put out their 50th release, and it's called Keoso, Keosa Eskol Hererian. So it's essentially uh, chaos, you know, a lot of great oi music that comes from that Basque country area up in the border of Spain and France. So a lot of cool stuff on that one. I already heard some of the tracks. So get out over there to Tough Ain't Enough Records. Check it out. A lot of great bands. On the 15th, Thug Riot put out uh, a single, well, two singles, Three Stripe Life and Stay Down. It's kind of one track, two singles on their Bandcamp page, but it's from a split that they did with No Redeeming Social Value. Idols are putting out Ultra Mono on the 25th. Muck and the Myers are putting out Take Me Back to Planet Earth EP on the 25th. Sub-Zero is putting out House of Grief single on the 25th, and I believe they have another er, an actual full-length release that should be coming out later on. I don't see it right offhand, but we'll talk more about it as it comes closer. Dead Low is putting out the Listen Up EP on the 25th, and Bad Marley and the Wasters are putting out uh, Nightly Drays. I don't know if I said that right, but that's what it looks like. On the 25th, so a lot of cool stuff. Big gap between the really the 11th, there's uh, one on the 12th, one on the 15th, and then we have the 25th. So I know a lot more is going to get released. It's got to be, especially this Friday. I can't imagine nobody. But I just couldn't find anything on the sources that I typically look at. So Eric... Before we get into the new track here, Uniform, which is your pick, besides yeah. Uniform, because we'll talk about that here in a moment, any other new releases there that you are looking forward to? A lot of a lot of foreign releases, a lot of stuff on Tough Ain't Enough, a uh, couple Italian yeah. bands, some UK bands, but definitely there's still some here in the US as well. So anything that you were looking forward to? Well, there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm... Uh I'm not familiar with a lot of the uh, foreign labels and whatnot, so definitely a lot of stuff to discover there. Yes. Uh, the one that I'm most familiar with is that uh, Wisdom and Chains and Sharp Shock split, which I, I have. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will be listening to it uh, yeah, probably after this, uh, after this episode when I'm driving my way to work. So Awesome. Definitely, definitely want to see how that split turns out. Me and, too. Uh, also... Uh, not on the list, but I did discover this yesterday. Uh, the uh, seminal hardcore band of Salt Lake City, Villain, who I always have talked, have spoken volumes of on this show, is releasing another single. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure it is a single. It's either it's either a single or they're advertising it as their Volume Three EP. So I'm not sure if it's just another single or if they're going to actually be releasing the whole EP sometime. Before this year ends. Okay. So, so I am I am hopeful of that. <laughs> awesome. Well, we'll definitely be on the lookout, and as soon as we have more info and tracks come out, I'm sure we'll be playing something from it too. Oh yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> so a lot of good stuff. Uh, I, I definitely recommend to anybody out there to check out that uh, the stuff over on Tough Ain't Enough, and you can go find them on Bandcamp. Uh, for sure, new wisdom and chains and sharp shock. Uh, I I want to hear that cover sharp shock did of the buzzcocks, and oh yeah, looking forward to Sub Zero 
even though it's House of Grief's just a single, I love me some good hardcore. And speaking of that, Thug Riot, I heard Three Stripe Life and Stay Down. Yeah. It's awesome. And I've just been uh, listening to No Redeeming Social Value recently as well as I uh, just played them on, uh, or, or maybe it's coming up. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I just played them recently over on Punkanoi Worldwide, uh, Wasted Life, and they just released Wasted Life August 14th, and we played Brew Crew over there, and that is actually on the very next episode to come out. So that's why I say I just played it, because I haven't released it yet, but it will get released either today or tomorrow along with this episode. So uh, good stuff there. Get out there. Check them out. A lot of good stuff to check out still, and October is shaping up to be a lot of great stuff too. Let's get into our new tracks for the episode. Let's get into playing some music. So, Eric, you're up first. We just briefly touched on Uniform. Why don't you tell us about your pick? Well, I'll tell you about my pick. Also, kind of a panorama view of the entire episode. All my picks of this episode are from bands that have been introduced to me within the last couple of weeks. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. I kind of went for that theme about halfway through, but... But yeah, we'll get to that when uh, when we get to the songs. I really right like now, your older, lesser-known pick. It's good. Uh, I played a track off them on Punk and Oil Worldwide back yeah. in August, or not August, April, when their album came out. Uh, I bought that album off yeah. of Bandcamp back in April, so I was excited to see that you picked that and played it. And I played a different track back then, uh, so not, we're not playing the same stuff. And then that Pure Hell, uh, oh, I, I guess you should, Pure Hell later in the episode, <laughs> Really excited to get to know a little bit more about that, and we'll save the rest of that conversation from when we get to that. But uh, definitely something that I'm interested in that I wasn't aware of either. So let's get it. Stay on the new stuff for now. Tell us more about Uniform. Well, Uniform from a two-man band from New York City, indicting a lot of uh, noise, a lot of industrial, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, kind of post-hardcore sounds in their in their music and yeah i did play a track from uh uh from this ep which is called shame and that was a uh, that was back when the single was new that was a few months ago but but yeah upon hearing it i pretty much i pretty much fell in love with the sound and i went back listened to uh listened to their discography slight differentiation between each album but still ho- still held true to what to what they were going for and this one uh this new album or ep it's eight tracks long but it does feel like an album because there are some pretty long ones in there and <laughs> and i tried to be uh merciful with this uh pick and and that i wanted to pick a track that kind of accurately displays their sound they're kind of going a bit more of a ministry vibe a little bit more uh hard rock or metal oriented with their sounds, which is what ministry did in their uh, later years. Only they don't quite fully enable it. They don't go up full on thrash metal or speed metal or anything. They just have a bit more of a, there's just a bit more heavy intensity. So I chose uh, the track, This Won't End Well. It's uh, it's mercifully short, just like, uh, I think around four minutes long. Maybe. Just under, yep. Yep. Around that, yeah, around that time, but 
in that amount of time, it says what it needs to say, and you get an idea of what their sound is going for. Some songs have a little more emphasis on noise. Some have a little more emphasis on industrial. Even one is just like a minute and a half long, and it's just straightforward, noisy punk, and I love it. So definitely a lot of uh, uh, (laughs) tagging around the spectrum in this EP. But but for now, let's just showcase uh, This Won't End Well, and let's see if it interests you enough to check out the other seven songs from Shane.
that song is winding down, I want to say that uh, since Slaves came across Slaves a couple years ago when they went to punk rock bowling, and then fortunately uh, for us here in Salt Lake, and I'm sure other places across the U.S., they actually came here. I think they played Crucial Fest, and that was the reason why I yeah. went. You know, Crucial Fest here is uh, the majority music I'm not necessarily into. It's not a lot of punk music, but it does have a few bands there that, that do show up, and I actually showed up just to see Slaves because they came here. But anyway, the point is, is Slaves was one of those first two-man bands that I, I think I came across in the last year or so. handful have come out, including this one right here, that, that have probably been out before, but just ones that I hadn't noticed before. And I really like the type of sound that a lot of the, the two-man bands are, are putting out, including Uniform. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that... Uh it's like this thing that's going to, uh, that's kind of going on with uh, black metal is the uh, one man band, where it's just a, uh, where it's just people hanging out in their little hovels and just creating music, doing all the instruments themselves, and this is kind of the punk version of that or the hardcore, whatever. Right. Where it's, yeah, it's just kind of exploiting the fact that we have uh, as much technology at our literal fingertips that we can just create weird sounds and weird music and bands are really taking advantage of that. And yeah, some of it's terrible. Some of it is unlistenable. Some of it's just them clearly fucking <laughs> around, but right. Others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with all that, I mean, even through the use of fucking around, they actually were like, wait, we might actually have something here. Let's go back and edit this up a little bit. Let's see what we can come up with. And, and yeah, uniform, they just, display their artistry as such and have for uh for as long as they have been a band and yeah and judging by the uh ep that just came out uh literally a few days ago it was five days ago it came out right and and yeah i feel like they're still on that still on that road to uh perfecting their to perfecting their artistry it's a it's a really solid ep Definitely on the top of my list for uh, best releases of this year. Awesome. As moving towards the end of this year, so I'm going to try and uh, compo compile all the albums or EPs that I thought were just outstanding. And this is definitely one of them. I think I'm going to do the same. So the first couple of years we did the podcast, I, I did a, a top 40s and try to create a lot of categories because I thought – you know, every year a lot of great music comes out, and I don't want to not include things that I think are great. But then I started, as I'm doing, you know, the number numbering them from 40 to one. Then I start feeling like, oh, I'm leaving these other bands out, and uh, you know, that wasn't the point. Is to try to make it so, like, oh, guess what? I think these guys are better than you. It's, you know, and I want to go the route that you just described, just recognizing top stuff. Doesn't need to be in any specific order, but really recognizing the the top stuff of the years. And I think 2020 is definitely no exception. There's going to be a lot of great stuff that was released this year, including oh, yeah. some of the stuff that we're playing on this episode. You picked Uniform, and I'm really looking forward to the new track, uh, the new album that's coming out from the band that I'm about to play. The band is On The Job. They're from Karlskrona in Sweden. Big fan of these guys. They started in 2009, and they released a couple albums. Uh, White Collar Thugs, I think, was the last album that they released, but it was a few years ago. It was like 
15 or 16. I should have that info. I don't right up hand. But anyway, they took a few years off as a band, but then got back together. I think the end of last year, played some shows early this year while people could still play shows. And then they're putting out a new album that is coming out on Contra Records. And that new album, I haven't seen the official release date yet, but I got to believe it's either October or November. And so be on the lookout for new on the job on Contra Records. But we're back. They played that, uh, we and we played it. They released it, and we played it uh, early on in the spring. And then they just released their second single here called City of Boredom. They just put that single out August 28th. Again, they're from Sweden. This is going to be on their new album, I believe. I, I have to imagine. I haven't seen it officially say that, but it, I'm sure it does somewhere. City of Boredom, on the job. Let's check it out. They're from Sweden. So many great bands from Sweden. And here is another one. I'm looking forward to their new release when it gets here.
really like that band. I'm looking forward to that album. I love White Collar Thugs. I've got their other albums. I got my red White Collar Thugs t-shirt from uh, back when that was released. Still love that t-shirt. What do you think of On the Job? Definitely has that old uh, mid-90s skate punk vibe to it. Nice. Uh, only not quite so fast. It was just that nice. It was just that nice little relaxed uh, kind of punk rock sound. Right. Uh, although I admittedly couldn't really uh, pick up on any lyrics, so I. Yeah, other than uh, "City of Boredom," pretty much, but that leaves <laughs> it open to possibilities. <laughs> it needs a second listen, then, Eric. I think so. <laughs> well, that's a that's a good sign, I guess. Yes. Like, wait, what did he say here? What about this lyric? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love On the Job. Looking forward to the new album when it does get here. Again, it's going to be on Contra Records, so be on the lookout for it. Next, we're going to play one more new one. The band is Classe Criminal, which uh, I believe translates into criminal class. Pretty straightforward there, I believe. They are from yeah. Savona, Italy. They've been a band since 1985. So they've been a band for 35 years, the overwhelming majority of my entire life so far. Uh, they've been a band. They've been releasing records since then, and they just released a brand new one earlier this year, April 17th. Uh, again, we, we try to keep up on as much new stuff as we can, but this one I didn't come across till recently. It's on Randale Records over there. I believe that is one that's in Germany. Either way, it's, it's over in Europe. It's a fantastic record label, just like Contra. Uh, so many great record labels over there, in my opinion, out of Europe. But uh, they released the album Vico de Ragazzi, which translates to Vico of the Boys. That's what I'm getting out of Google Translate. And if you want a better pronunciation from Italian... Vico dei Ragazzi. There we go. There, there's the help yeah. from uh, Google Translate there. I don't know what Vico of the Boys is specifically, but that's the name of the album. Again, released April 17th. They, uh, the, uh, Sorry, the track that we're going to play here is Hey Boys. A lot of cool tracks on it. I was just listening to it last week. I just came across it like two weeks ago, even though it has been out since April. So Hey Boys is what I went with. Let's listen to Hey Boys from Classe Criminal.
What'd you think of that one? Hey, boys, from Classe Criminal. Classe Criminal. Well, that one, I was able to understand some lyrics, both uh, got to hear some English, but it was mostly Italian. Yes. And, and yeah, that's actually a nice little, uh, a, a nice little advantage I have is the fact that I can speak, not fluent, but I can speak Italian. Awesome. <laughs> so, yep, it comes with uh, half of my family, so... <laughs> Well, that's fantastic. That's a good skill. We'll have to play more Italian bands. Like at the top of the show, we uh, talked about a few new Italian releases. So uh, maybe we yeah. should be playing some more bands uh, in Italian. But by that logic, I, I can understand so. and speak a little bit of French. But I don't know that I'm going to try to do more because uh, I don't know if I'd be able to translate it very well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can translate. I can at least tell you if someone says a sentence in Italian, I mostly can tell you at least what it's about, but I can't translate it word for word for the most part. Uh, but, but yeah, it's a, uh, it was a good, it was a good track. It sounded like a more, uh, a more rough cut of the Ramones. Right. At least, yeah. uh, at least with the riffs and then the vocals kick in. I'm like, okay, this is definitely like that grindy street punk sort of, sort of feel. It's good so, stuff. I mean, yeah, they've been a band, like I said, 35 it. years, right? Uh, a lot yeah. of releases. This one's really good. It gives you a good sample. I thought this track gives a good sample of what you're going to get from the band. And then this particular release, Vico de Ragazzi. Uh, that right Ragazzi. there. Right? Yes. And good stuff. I, I, I really like it. I like the band. Definitely get out there and check more of it out. Uh, I like the whole album. That's me. Uh, Enjoy them. Three great new tracks there. We were in New York, we were in Sweden, and we were in Italy. Let's go over to the UK for your lesser-known band here. Uh, good stuff. I really like this. Like I was talking about at the top of the show, I, I like this band. Uh, I like the pick, so you talk about them. All right. Yeah, this band uh, called Rat Cage, another one that was introduced to me by a friend who used to work at Grey Whale, and he was the fact that he was always surrounded by music and CDs, and every time I came in there, he always had another list of suggestions for me to check out. Sweet. Even now, just uh, yeah, even now that I've uh, uh, limited my gray whale runs, uh, and and yeah, he's no longer working there. He still has a he still has an ear to like keep out for any music that he likes and any music that he think I will like. Awesome. This is one of them, Rat Cage. This uh, he sent me a link to uh, uh, to their album that came back all the way in April of this year, uh, called Screams from the Cage, and I listened to it, and it is just straightforward, like late '80s hardcore punk rock, and it is, it's pretty intense. It's fast. It's got little, uh, it's got little breakdowns, little, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of got this uh, youth of today vibe, or anything anything like that just so you can kind of understand the theme that they're going with minus the straight edge of course i think uh I don't, I don't think they have any straight edges in their band but who knows you know very little of this band exists as far as their info is concerned but they are all i know is that they are a cool band they make cool music and from that album they have some pretty short songs and this one was uh somewhere in the middle about a minute and a half yep 138 and Yep, 138. I mean, does hardcore even exist in that time frame anymore? <laughs> well, this band is a 
this band is a living example that music like that still exists. So from Sheffield, UK, this is Rat Cage with their song, Jump Off a Building. I think that is a good idea of what you're going to get from that album. But that particular album and that band, so Screams from the Cage, Rat Cage is really good. I, I think it's a great choice. I picked up the album off their band camp back in April and then did uh, one of the tracks they played on uh, Punkanoi Worldwide episode way back in April, too. So I'm a big fan. I think the great choice. Yeah. Uh, and your guy that used to work at Greywell, he's got good, good taste in music, huh? <laughs> oh, he does. It's pretty. It was funny because uh, last uh, uh, earlier this month, I was uh, uh, going going record shopping in their uh, in uh, Las Vegas, and I was trying to find uh, stuff to uh, uh, trying to find stuff for him because he was watching after our geckos while we were away, and I was going through a record shop, and I'm thinking. Okay, I have two predicaments here. One, what's a record he doesn't have? And two, <laughs> where do I begin to look? Because I've seen him in the same on the same shelf. He's got like a slur of Madonna records and then a slur of like uh, uh, Iron Reagan records. Awesome. So, yeah, and everything in between. So I'm like, okay, I don't even know where to begin with this guy. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just pay him. Pay him somebody for watching the geckos. <laughs> there you go. The gift, the the best gift, cash, because then you can yeah. go buy something you really want. Even yeah, though maybe exactly. not as much thought he's involved. <laughs> yep, he's a bottomless pit of all these uh, bands that he knows about. But those are the kind of people you want to keep close to you because you might be introduced to something you never thought you would like and never even heard of. So thank you for showing me Rat Cage, buddy. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, the one I picked for this episode, the release is just over a year old, so the band is Defiant. Uh, we get a lot of music shared to us from various sources. This one was shared to us, and so excited to play. 
Uh, I think they shared it back in July. Again, people keep sharing that stuff. I'm getting caught up on a lot of it. Still have some stuff to get to, and I plan to get to it. So uh, just know that if I haven't got back to you yet, I am definitely not ignoring you. I just don't always have as much time as I would like to apply to doing the podcast. But uh, nonetheless, getting to it. Here's another example of us getting to it, the next two tracks. But this one first, Defiant. They're from South Central Pennsylvania, which I believe is Mechanicsburg specifically in Pennsylvania. I'm not that familiar with Pennsylvania, so I don't know for sure. But Defiant, the they released the Anarch EP. I'm pausing so everybody can gather that, right? You like the like the the joke there or yeah. the how it goes together, the Anarch EP. Okay? So the Anarchy P. Anarchy P. Yes. <laughs> Anarchy P. Uh, they released it July 19th of 2019. They shared it with us about a year after. And good stuff. Dust the Democracy is the name of the track. I think even in the email it talked about how even though they wrote in 2019 and released this track earlier than this year, a lot of the stuff still applies and so let's get into it, listen to it, see what you think, and then uh, we'll talk more about it here in a second. So Defiant is the band, Dust the Democracy is the track. I got my finger on the trigger and I'm ready to pull! Dust. 
of defiant uh, defiant is there such a thing as a uh, groove metal punk <laughs> right <laughs> i think it had some elements definitely of exactly what you're describing for me i was thinking a little bit of hardcore a little bit of just straight ahead like rock music you know but the the vocals the yeah. way they're delivered that's not the the way your, your typical rock music is going to be so it, it, yeah. it, it definitely had uh, a lot of its own elements to it. I liked it. What did you think? I thought it was good. You know, I like the uh, I like the fact that they are uh, bringing back that kind of drop D vibe that was just a huge thing of the mid '90s metal scene. Right. And I like the uh, I like that the lyrics are uh, very very much uh, standard to the punk ethos. Right. And absolutely. And yeah, there is a slur of uh, straight hardcore bands, especially from that time where they were adopted in a bit more of a groovy stance. I'm thinking Razorblade Hand Grenade or uh, Madball. And that was also something that was coming up. You have bands like Pantera and Machine Head who were just taking metal in that more uh, danceable uh, segment of the world. Right. So that's the so that was the vibe I got from uh, <clears throat> from Defiant. And, and yeah, got a bit of a that's kind of got a bit of a selected genre. You'll either love it or you'll hate it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I like that. I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was aggressive, and I gotta say, I really like that beat that they had going on in the right. Back. I thought it was cool. And for all of you that fit that love it category, or even if you just like it, but I think you're, if you love it, you're like it. You're gonna love it. Defiant is the band. The Anarch EP is the name of the release. Came out July of 2019. And that track was Dust the Democracy. Get out there. Check them out. We're kind of in that midway point of the show now. So the we're, we're going to transition for at least, like I said, about the next two months approximately. We're going to have bands that are playing psychobilly type music or horror punk music. We're, we're, we're gearing up for Halloween, uh, you know, not all the holidays, right? There's not a Labor Day or Memorial Day or Easter or Valentine, maybe Valentine's Day a little bit, but New Year's Day or President's Day or Thanksgiving. There's really not thematic music that goes along with any of those holidays, right? There's very few. We have Christmas, we have Halloween, May, St. Patrick's Day, and I, I can't really think of any other holidays, at least here in the U.S., where you get a lot of music that kind of fits the the holiday theme. And Halloween's coming up, so we're going that direction. This specific band's more psychobilly-type music, though. Less on the Halloween side, but we're just getting into kicking it off. So yeah. the the band, they are from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And I believe this is two bands, or two like a singer and a band separate, but together on this specific track. It was shared to, to me to, to listen to and... Uh, just got me thinking, uh, this is the type of thing that I want to get on the show for the next few months. So we'll play this one first. The next few weeks will probably be more horror punk themed or uh, psychobilly music that is horror punk themed and so forth. So uh, the band is, the singer is Joao Gordo and 
the Asteroids Trio, right? So uh, let's see if Google Translate could pronounce that for me. João Gordo e a S-T-R-O-I-D-S Trio. There you go. That's what you get. That's in Portuguese. Uh, I, I wish I could do a better job, but I can't. They released a single together, and they released this single back in July of this year, July 31st to be exact, and the name of the track is... Direito de Fumar. Direito de Fumar, or Right to Smoke. Some, as you can tell, the name of the track there, probably not as Halloween-themed or, or whatnot. But again, we're kicking it off. Uh, I think you'll like this music. If you like the psychobilly, if you like that upright bass, I, I love the, the sound that the upright bass puts out. Let's get into it. Let's listen to it. We'll talk to it or talk about it after. Boom. 
So what do you think of that? Well, even though I can't understand what they are saying, I don't know a shred of Portuguese. Me either. But, <laughs> but yeah, that whole uh, the whole vibe of the track, like that uh, those crawling little atonal riffs going up and down, just has that uh, just has that Hammer horror movie vibe. Like right? something is just creeping up behind you. Now it goes back a little bit. Now he's coming up again, and he goes back. He's just saying entirely it's secrecy, you know? So, so yeah, I don't doubt that that song, with its sinister vibe, has has something to do with Halloween in that one. Could, and it could not again. Neither of us speak Portuguese. Every time I try to pronounce stuff in Portuguese, I, you know, I, I did take some Spanish. I know a little bit of Spanish, and I want to say it with the Spanish accent. And most of the time I'm incorrect, because Portuguese and Spanish, though they look similar they are not the same. And so, uh, <laughs> again, jo- Joia Gordo and Asteroides Trio, that is who's doing the track. And uh, Diretto de Fumar. So, if we get a little help, the track again. Direito de Fumar. And the band is. João Gordo e a S-T-R-O-I-D-S Trio. Yeah. There you go. There's the pronunciation for anybody that needs it uh, because I'm unable to provide it. A little back history, at least on the Asteroidus. They have been a band since 2006, so they've been a band for quite some time. And again, I think uh, they've combined to do this track, and it looks like maybe a couple other tracks coming up. That might be the case. So be on the lookout for more of that. I think that kicks off what we're trying to get at anyway on this segment of the show for the future episodes, so hope everybody enjoyed it. That moves us into some great cover-to-cover albums, though. Eric, we talked briefly about this at the beginning of the show. What's your album? Uh, the album is Noise Addiction from the band Pure Hell, and these this band actually falls on the older side of punk rock history. Absolutely. That they started, yeah, they started way back before it was a thing, in 1974. And uh, I remember last episode... Not last episode, a couple episodes ago, where I was talking about the uh, the band The Stooges yep. and how their sound kind of uh, became the formidable uh, base point for what punk rock became. This band, I can tell, has a lot of that early proto-punk kind of uh, stuck in between rock and roll and stuck in between something a bit more chaotic. And so, yeah, some fuzzy guitars, some uh, wailing solos, and some... Uh, and just this overall aggression coming from the lead singer's vocals. And yeah, but unfortunately this band didn't quite get to the uh didn't quite get to the threshold of being one of the most formidable punk rock bands because they only recorded an album in 1978. However, uh I read up on this and I don't know I don't know the reason why, but the album wasn't released until about 30 years later in 2005. Right? They finally released it on a, on a mobile horse, pretty much, that you could take anywhere with you. And, yeah, so that was when more people started to uh, become privy to the information that there was a band called Pure Hell from Philly, Philadelphia. And they were wondering, why wasn't this band so big? Well, they had a short-lived career, so to speak. But needless to say, that band was not without its... Uh, not without its, I don't know. We'll say geniuses, I guess. <laughs> right. But 
But yeah, definitely formidable musicians. They created some pretty amazing punk rock and pretty amazing, some pretty amazing combinations. There was some stuff that's just uh, getting more on the Stooges side with a lot more noise and a lot more uh, uh, confusing little bits with uh, what they could get away with on the guitars. And then some stuff that's just straightforward punk rock aggression that you that you can't be mistaken for anything else. And they even on this album threw in a cover of Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking. Right, and this was on the and, album, but like you said, that release didn't get released till 2005, even though they recorded the album back in 78. Uh, mm-hmm. They released, I think, two singles, actually did release, and one of them yes. was that Nancy Sinatra cover. was actually released yes, way was. back when. <laughs> It was. That was a B-side of one of their singles, and it did end up being recorded for the album that was never released until the turn of the century. Yeah, but they do have a... But yeah, the only way you could uh, listen to them at home rather than going to see them live was that little single, the little seven-inch. And and yeah, they did build up a very, uh, very formidable fan base in their short time, and I hope people are recognizing their music even more now. Absolutely. I, mean, I was able to listen to it. Yeah, this band, yeah, this band, Pure Hell, and the album Noise Addiction, the whole album is really, is really great. Definitely worth a few listens in one day. Yes. <laughs> maybe, but maybe that's just my experience, mostly because I was trying to decide which song accurately represents what I'm describing here. And this first one is the band uh, Spoiled Sport band the song spoiled sport <laughs> maybe there is a band called that i don't know but yeah the song is definitely like some hyphy sped up punk rock and once you know it there's actually a guitar solo in there and their guitarist he shreds he could be he could have easily been in a band cl- more closely related to uh i don't know to a hendrix vibe or the who vibe or something like that where you expect an amazing uh, an amazing guitar lick outside of just the three chord mantra. Awesome. But but yeah, they managed to work it in and they managed to make it fit. So with that being said, let's check out some spoiled sport. <laughs>
Good stuff there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like one of those uh, precursor punk songs to what would become hardcore. Right. Absolutely. And these guys have the same story. When I was looking information up about them, they're listed, you know, they're from Philly. They're listed as being the first all-black punk band. But then you have the story of Death. And Death came out three years prior to these guys in Detroit. But I, I see Death is listed as uh, proto-punk. So, you know, debatable on who the first is. And it doesn't really matter. They're both great and they both uh, good influences. But both similar stories in the sense that they recorded music. They were both kind of short-lived as bands and then had recordings recorded but then released far past when the actual recording actually happened. Yep, that's true. Yeah, and with uh, yeah, with death, it was a controversy over the uh, of the name because back in the seventies, everyone hated the fact that someone would go out of the way to call themselves death, right? <laughs> Despite the fact that it's a natural portion of life. Exactly. So, that was their argument, pretty much. Uh, with this one, it was a. Uh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure why. I don't know. I couldn't find out why either. Yeah, I don't know why they. I, I mean, the general the generalization is the fact. Yeah, we had an album recorded, and we just never got it released. So. Well, they. I think you pointed out they were short lived as a band. They started in '74. This was recorded in '78. Maybe they were, you know, like the Sex Pistols. Wasn't it the Sex Pistols? I think that recorded yeah. their album, but broke up before it officially released. Something like that. Yeah. And yeah, so maybe true. that was something similar here where the band wasn't playing anymore, and so they just didn't release it. Who knows? If someone out there knows, let Eric and I know, because we'd like to know, and we'd be happy to pass it on to everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. If Pure Hell is still out there, if the members are still, are still around and they uh, have a way of uh, getting in touch with us, we'd like to know the answer to that question. <laughs> they do have a Facebook page. Maybe we'll have to reach out to them. Maybe so so well yes but in the meantime uh yeah i was saying how they kind of have a half and half spectrum here with uh stuff that sounds like spoiled sport it's loud it's hypey it's punk to the core and then you have a song like wild one which is my second pick which is a lot slower more riff oriented and more noise oriented just a lot of weird sounds coming from the coming from the guitar you just wonder what pedals is this guy using what's what is making him do that sound i mean by today's standards you i mean we just listened to uniform you know by today's standards it probably wouldn't be as impressive but to me it's impressive because the late 70s you really had to get creative to make a to make weird sounds come out of your guitar right even if it's just like a even if it is just a wonky riff with like this uh i don't know you could you could just chalk it up to being imaginative in your playing but to have this come out on what was considered a uh, pure punk record from the band pure hell it just kind of alludes to their it alludes to their band name the fact that this album represents what could be a pure hell because nothing really makes sense <laughs> <laughs> so yeah wild one Definitely a standout track on this one. They have a few that are uh, on that slower, wonkier side. So let's see if this appeals to you. Let's do it. Let's go Wild One, Pure Hell. <laughs>
album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely sporting their psychedelic rock flair. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, good stuff. I'm glad yeah, you picked that... it. I, I like coming across some of those bands that are, are probably lesser known as far as the the origins, the start of punk. You know, I think I did a, well, I know I did kind of an origins of punk and tried to discuss a lot of bands that were there at the beginning in these years, and I don't believe it came across Pure Hell, so that's pretty awesome to still come across yeah. more stuff that should have been included in on that. Absolutely. And it's definitely a bonus when you find, when you listen to it and you actually think, this is good. This yes. is really good. Uh, definitely. <laughs> that was a... Uh, yeah, that was my uh, that was my reaction to it. I just kept thinking every time I listened to it, it just got better. So, uh, yeah, thank you to uh, my friend Sam, who I've uh, oh, definitely one of the uh, older punk rockers, but I uh, met through uh, skateboarding, and we had a common bond, and that we really, really loved music. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, yeah, he hit me up one day through Instagrams. Uh, Show me the link to Pure Hell and was like, hey, listen to these guys. Okay. <laughs> good recommendation. Good stuff there. Let's jump into my album. It is The Sex Machines. So have you heard of The Sex Machines? The Sex Machines? I can't say I have. Have you heard of me? The Vanilla Muffins? <laughs> that I know I haven't heard of. <laughs> really? You haven't? That is Sugar Oi, right? Uh, if you're familiar with that <laughs> band uh, and the, the theme of that band. So great band, Vanilla Muffins. A uh, couple of the guys in that band, including Colin Brondel and Per Gilliman, uh, are, went from that band. And then they did the Sex Machines. The Sex Machines only did one LP release, I think a couple singles or EPs. But they did one LP release. And it is Fight Like Cats and Dogs. That's the name of the release. They put it out October 16th of 2006. And they did a cover of Young Turks. So Eric and I were talking uh, before the show. You know, the Pure Hell had the Nancy Sinatra cover. And these guys had the Rod Stewart cover. And we were both looking at adding those in. We both opted not to, unbeknownst to each other that uh, you know, we decided to go with original tracks from the bands. But uh, check them out. I want to hear the cover, uh, Nancy Sinatra cover from Pure Hell for sure. And the Young Turks cover for, from Rod Stewart for the Sex Machines off this Fight Like Cats and Dogs album uh, is great. Uh, you know, I listen to a lot of 80s music, including Rod Stewart, and I really like this cover, but I opted last... Uh, truly last minute before we did the show to go with some originals from the band. But I want to thank Thorsten for sharing this with me. That's how I actually came across the Sex Machines is uh, Thorsten shared this album with me. And Eric, you remember Thorsten came over from Germany. Uh, the two of us, Thorsten, Chris, uh, yeah. my wife, all did a, what is it, a cabana or whatever at the pool party for uh h2o not obviously not yeah. this year but the last year over at punk rock bowling yeah. and thorsten came over from germany hung out with us there mm -hmm. we all ate a bunch of food and checked out some awesome music so i want to thank thorsten haven't talked to him in a while i hope everything's going good over there in germany for him and everybody else over there uh but the sex machines let's get into the sex machines again the name of the album fight like cats and dogs the first track that we're going to play 
is Here I Go Again. There's releases uh, with them and the Vanilla Muffins, all the stuff I've ever heard anyways, all in English, but the band is from Switzerland, in case anybody's keeping track. Here we go, the Sex Machines with Here I Go Again. Sex Machines. If you're familiar with the Vanilla Muffins, you can hear similarities, right? Again, this release came out back in 2006. I'm showing Eric via video right <laughs> now. See, I got a couple Vanilla Muffins records right here. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if you can see those in the lights, right? So we got Gimme Some Sugar Oi and The Triumph of Sugar Oi. And that sugar oi is essentially kind of like a, a poppy version of oi, if that's even a thing. But yeah. that band right there, the Sex Machines, did that, right? They released these two records I'm holding up right here are released in 2014 and 2016. So that Sex Machines release came out almost 10 years earlier than eight and 10 years earlier than these ones. And maybe at some point here, since Eric hasn't heard it, definitely got to get on and play at least one of these two albums. <laughs> Even though I think I've played yeah, a few much. vanilla muffin stuff. So uh, we'll get to some vanilla muffins in another episode. We'll stick on the, the Sex Machines for one more track here. Monday Sucks is the name of the track. And 
funny enough, both tracks here that I picked are two minutes and 39 seconds. So here's two minutes and 39 seconds more of the Sex Machines with Monday Sucks. <laughs> So what would you think of the sex machines? Well, I think the best way I can uh, describe them and also uh, I'm a vanilla oi. <laughs> sugar oi. It's sugar oi. Uh, kind of the same. Thing. Yeah, pretty much. It sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a skinhead version of the Buzzcocks. Oh yeah, I got you. Anyway. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Cuz it sounds like a yeah, because the music's a little more uh, laid back, and uh, and the vocals remind me quite a bit of Pete Shelley. And but yeah, instead of like uh, I don't know, harping on love stories or any uh, sense of romanticism in their songs, they're just like very day to day situations that pretty much everyone can relate to. Yeah, right. Monday sucks. <laughs> right. Well, that's good stuff, Colin and Pear. Uh, per. Hopefully I said that right. I am not Swiss. Even though I believe they speak French there, I should do a better job of that. But nonetheless, uh, the sex <laughs> machines. The right? Exactly. The the sex machines, maybe here in the next few weeks, 
uh, I, I will do some uh, vanilla muffins, uh, and we can compare and contrast what you think compared to the sex machines. But again, thank you to Thorsten for turning me on to these guys. God, it's been like a year and a half or so since he did. It's about time I uh, threw the album on there. <laughs> but I've had a thorough listening of that album, Fight Like Cats and Dogs. It's a great release. And again, it was the only LP release from the band. So go check it out. Let's wrap up the show. The show's been going on for quite some time, as it usually does. Let's do some metal. Eric, what'd you pick? Well, I picked a band that was introduced to me by the uh, PA system at the record shop Grey Whale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I walked in there, and and yeah, they always have some uh, obscure bands playing on the uh, PA, and this band had a bit of a doomy vibe to it. And I don't know, these past few months, I've been uh, really harping on a lot of doom metal. And this one was, uh, was fit to my taste. And I asked the, and I asked the guy, I was like, what band is playing right now? He said the band shrine builder, all one word shrine builder. And then he would go on to tell me about the band's biography. It is a super group of sorts. They were only a band for, for a few years, they started in 2008, dis, uh, disbanded in 2011. But the names of the members in this band, we had Al Cisneros, who was from Sleep. Uh, Scott Kelly, who was, the, who was the guitarist of Neurosis. And also Dale Grover, who was known for drumming for the Melvins. And of course, at the forefront was Wino from St. Vitus. Cool. And the obsessed as well. So just a lot of uh, doom metal mainstays all came together in this one band, and it's quite a bit of a yeah, quite a bit of uh, sounds coming through this. There's really atmospheric kind of a spacey feel in there in some parts, and then just straightforward riffing where they're just being mean and aggressive. Al and uh, <clears throat> uh, why did I? I skip on the name. Wino. There you <laughs> Al go. and Wino are alternating their vocals, so they could be really soft and steady, or just really like uh, gravelly and aggressive, pretty much like that. <laughs> and the results can be some pretty long songs. Again, I tried to be, uh, I tried to be as lenient as possible on the track that I chose. It's the shortest one, coming in around five minutes and fifty-seven seconds. Yep, five minutes fifty-seven seconds. <laughs> we'll round it up to the nearest, uh, the nearest minute, pretty much. So, but that's nothing compared to the uh, penultimate, uh, the penultimate track on here, which is uh, ten minutes long. Nice. So, <laughs> so yeah, I could have easily just uh, got straight for uh, that one because that's a, at least for me, it was more of an experience. But this one that I chose, the architect, was definitely more of a. Yeah, definitely more of a heavy vibe, definitely a bit more on the uh, riffs. And and like I said, the alternating vocals between uh, Wino and Al. So definitely has a, definitely showcases the uh, multiple influences coming in. I mean, you listen to St. Vitus, you listen to Sleep, you listen to Neurosis. It's all, they're all different in their own, their own ways. And this right. was a nice little combination in this one EP. Cool. But I guess they could only release one because this is the only release they have under their name. But it's worth a listen. So let's listen to the architect, see if it gets anybody, uh, if it turns anyone into a fan. Let's do. <laughs> Thank you. 
Shrine Builder with the architect. Yes, it was. Oh, uh, yeah. Such a fun song, I think. Fun EP. And that's the only thing that we have of that entire band. But, you know, the thankful part is uh, each member has put in their dues with uh, multiple other bands. <clears throat> and the funny thing is, this song is uh, has some relation to being... <clears throat> To being with uh, punk rock, not musically at all, but the, but with the members in it. I mean, Neurosis and Melvins, you know, they started off as uh, straightforward hardcore bands, but started gravitating in different sounds. And uh, and Saint Vitus, always a doom band, but they were the first metal band to have been signed to SST Records. Awesome. So, so yeah, there's some uh, bonus uh, some bonus knowledge that you never <laughs> knew you needed to know. <laughs> awesome well let's wrap it up with my pick it is devil driver they just released or no they haven't even released yet but the october 2nd so on october 2nd they'll be releasing dealing with demons they have a single that's already out it's called nest of vipers let's check it out right now again it comes out october 2nd if you're not familiar with devil driver uh, they're from Santa Barbara, California they've been a band since 2002 so 18 years as a band new album coming out that is pretty much why I picked them. I like the band, and they have new music coming out. So let's check out some new music coming from the metal band Devil Driver, Nest of Vipers.
That is Devil Driver, Nest of Vipers, new track coming off of Dealing with Demons. I hope everybody out there has enjoyed this episode. Uh, we've got some great stuff coming up, uh, you know, very thematic stuff coming up. Like I said, you know, the psychobilly, the horror punk, those type of things, all coming up before too long. Uh, you know, next episode's not sure what we're going to pick. Definitely play some new stuff, you know, like from that mad scene that we were talking about. So looking forward to more. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This was 177. You can find all the bands. Actually, before we do that, I want to give you a little sample of uh, the Sex Machines with Young Turks. It'll play in the background as I wrap up the show. So there we go. You can hear a little bit of that in the background as we wind it down. So you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com and you can find all the bands on Instagram at uniform underscore NYC at on the job SWE for Sweden at Klasse Criminal so K-L-A-S-S-E-K-R-I-M-I-N-A-L-E if you need the spelling at defiant17055 at asteroids underscore trio at devil driver at slc punkcast eric where can we find you i exist on instagram at scary uncle underscore eric underscore slc uh my band also exists on there at anonymous band official uh the other band i'm in cry wolf does not yet have an instagram but we do have a facebook uh just at cry wolf and Anonymous is also on Facebook at Anonymous Band SLC. Awesome. I think I told you before that I kept uh, tagging Instagram because I share from Instagram directly over to Facebook. And that the other band, uh, there's another band, Anonymous. I guess it kept auto tagging them because of the, the difference between the Instagram and the Facebook. And I only knew that because they let me know that they said, hey, I think you're tagging the wrong Anonymous Band, but thank you anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's uh I remember you telling me about that, but uh yeah, despite the fact that I keep saying the Instagram handle every day and I make sure it's correct now because there were times where I used the wrong handle. <laughs> so, awesome. So yeah, now we're all on quite literally the same page. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We well, can find all the bands on Facebook at Uniform New York at on dot the dot job dot sweden for on the job at classic criminal same spelling as it was on instagram at ratcage hc at defiant 17055 at joao gordo official that's j-o-a-o-g-o-r-d-o official that's one f at asteroidus trio at pure hell official shrine builders got a page at devil driver the show's at slc punkcast Here's a little more of a sample of that Young Turks from the Sex Machines. Go check it out. Sex Machines fight like cats and dogs. Eric, any final thoughts as we wind down the show to its end? Well, some final thoughts as the... Uh it is kind of the age-old mantra that punk rockers uh, often say, 
And it's that even if you're having a shitty day or shitty week, whatever, or just uh, going through some hard times, you put on the you put on the music of punk and hardcore, and it pretty much makes you feel better. And yeah, I definitely do feel that in a musical point, but also to add on to that, I really look forward to doing this podcast because I like having at least one specific day of the week where it is uh, uh, where it is required to sit and talk about punk and listen to punk and just uh, and just kind of exchange that uh, with you pretty much. Absolutely. It's something, something I look forward to every week. Makes, uh, makes things a lot better. It's uh, kind of a form of meditation for me. And and yeah, especially with the way that this year has been going and uh, sometimes it gets worse, sometimes it gets better and things aren't always as bad as they seem, but you know, if you get through it, you know, it's good to have uh, some, it's good to have something to do to kind of keep you not exactly distracted from it, but from like, a, I don't know, building up the uh, confidence to take shit on. Right. I think we'll leave it at that. So, yeah, I'm thankful that I have this, uh, that I'm part of this podcast that I get to do every week. And I'm thankful that I get new music constantly introduced to me. And that I have, even while this podcast was going on, my friend sent me another album to listen to. So who knows? Maybe they'll be on next week. (laughs) Excellent. Looking forward to that. And I am happy to share this with you and share that uh, hour and a half, approximately hour, hour and a half. Depends. This week uh, we went a little longer. But I'm happy to share that with you and then everybody else that shares it with us. We hope you enjoy all the music. That's all she wrote for 177. Let's finish it. Play the fucking outro. (laughs) Thank you.